Hello, 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 and welcome to the fourth episode of Mixed Media Reviews Season 2. My name is Kelsey, and today I'll be talking about a book trilogy. This week's books are The Simon Snow Trilogy by Rainbow Rowell. I had seen these books, which include Carry On, Wayward Son, and Anyway the Wind Blows, all over the internet, as I'm sure most people have. Um, they are very prominent on the internets. And I also had heard of Rainbow Rowell, Rowell Ray, whoa, her name is hard to say. I had also heard of Rainbow Rowell's books previously, though they were more romance, like um, Eleanor and Park is one of them. I think there's one about something about gelato. Uh, I think they're more romance. Their covers definitely scream romance to me, so I had not picked them up. However, these got my attention on the Libby app as they are fantasy instead, so I decided to give them go. Okay, words are hard for me. I decided to give them a go in audiobook format. So according to Rainbow Rowell's website, the summary for Carry On is as follows. Simon Snow is the worst chosen one who's ever been chosen. That's what his roommate Baz says. And Baz might be evil and a vampire and a complete git, but he's probably right. Half the time, Simon can't even make his wand work, and the other half, he sets something on fire. His mentor is avoiding him, his girlfriend broke up with him, and there's a magic-eating monster running around wearing Simon's face. Baz would be having a field day with all of this, if he were here. It's their last year at Watford School of Magics, and Simon's infuriating nemesis didn't even bother to show up. Carry On is a ghost story, a love story, and a mystery. It has just as much kissing and talking as you'd expect from a Rainbow Rowell novel, but far, far more monsters. And that is the summary for the first book. I'm not going to say the summaries for the other two, as I'm going to keep this a fairly spoiler-free episode. Um, and if you haven't read the first book, then the summaries for the other two books may kind of give some things away. So I will leave it at that, um, and again, going to try to stay away from specifics, but I will talk vaguely or mention things that aren't maybe necessarily super important to the plot, but that occur. So be aware when you continue to listen if you have not read any of these books. Right off the bat, I'll say that this was basically Harry Potter fanfiction, uh, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. The base is very much Harry Potter. But once Rowell's piled on the plot and the story and the characters and the magic system, it was very different and unique. But the bones were still pretty much Harry Potter, <laughs> which again, was not a bad thing. It is basically Harry Potter, but if Harry was more useless than he actually was in the books, and there's also more magical creatures, and that includes vampires. And also, there's more gayness. <laughs> So, Harry Potter, but gay and less useful to the world, I guess. Not that Harry was super useful because it was mostly his friends doing the work, and by friends I mean Hermione specifically. But, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. And again, even though this is pretty much, you know, fan fiction of Harry Potter, she does change up quite a few things, and I really like the way that she does magic. And again, she kind of has this different magic system that she creates. Um, they do use wands, but they use them differently with different types of spells and 
the way that they have magical creatures that exist, uh, which include like vampires and things, are definitely very different from Harry Potter. So I, I really liked the, what she did um, and how she twisted it to kind of make it her own and put her own flair on it. I also really liked Rowell's writing style for this. Uh, every chapter kind of varies in viewpoint between Simon, uh, his best friend Penny, and Baz, who is the nemesis slash possible vampire. Uh, and each character really does have their own voice, though it definitely helps that the narrator for the books that I listened to, Ewan Morton, was absolutely phenomenal uh, voicing these different characters. Um, but even then, all the characters really behaved differently, and they thought differently, and it, it felt very much like they were their own person, um, or own persons, their own peoples. Uh, it was it was good. <laughs> she, she did a good job separating them, and I also think that she did a good job of making it feel very teenagery, the characters, without making the writing feel very teenagery. Uh, and this is my AC kicking back on, so sorry about the background noise, but it is 102 degrees night right now at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, so it's hot. Uh, but yeah, so it was very teenagery in feeling, but not in writing. It didn't feel like I was reading something that was written by a teenager, uh, and I think that's a very hard line to tread, so kudos to her. I loved every character. I thought they were all truly great, even outside of the three previously mentioned. There was Agatha, who is Simon's girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend. There's the mage, which is his mentor. The humdrum, which is the evil thing that has his face. Um, we have Baz's aunt. Um, and there's just so many other random characters or family members. And I really liked the inclusion of everybody and it felt very much like they were all flushed out. And I liked that everybody kind of was brought up in the storyline in meaningful ways, uh, if that makes sense. I think that she kind of really planned out how these books piece together, and I liked the way that we kind of found out about things organically, but then maybe popped up later that were really important. I really liked how she was able to blend them all together over the course of all three of these books. The three books also felt very, not very, but they felt more standalone e, <laughs> um, while also still feeling very much connected. I like that we get to discover more about the characters as we go, but that each story has a fairly satisfying ending in the, well, the end, which I prefer uh, to crazy cliffhangers, mostly because I can get kind of weird and obsessive about things, and if anything ends on a cliffhanger, I have to start the next thing immediately. I am currently reading the audiobooks um, for the Lunar Chronicles, and I literally ended one book and started the next one immediately because I can't, I don't, I don't do well in big cliffhangers. I just have to continue. Uh, that's why I have to stop K drama episodes in the middle because every K drama like ever ends every single episode on a big cliffhanger, and I don't always have time to watch the full hour of the show plus extra, so I might have to stop it in the middle because the middle's always like a good part where people are happy and no one's in a coma. <laughs> but yeah, so these books ended pretty well and while I still definitely pushed myself and continued to just listen and never stopped between books, it was still nice because I didn't, 
it wasn't it wasn't as obsessive of me and there was a little bit of a pause uh, between a couple of the books so it was okay uh, at first, I thought Rainbow Rowell was British, because again, I had not picked up any of her previous books and didn't know anything about her, uh, and as someone who is not at all British, but has taken part in the occasional British shows, like Doctor Who or watching the panel shows, uh, it felt very British to me. In the second book, the most, I think, British thing to me was that they flew into Illinois and uh, Chicago to be specific. And they thought it would just be really easy to get to California from there, uh, not realizing that there's a humongous distance between the two states, and driving from Chicago to California is a very long drive. Uh, I, I don't think many people outside of the United States, and probably places like Canada and Russia and maybe Mexico and things like that, really can understand just how big our country is. It takes a while to get from place to place, and it's, you know, just like the English to think that it'll be a quick drive from the Midwest to the West Coast, and that is obviously not true, uh, because it is many, many hours, and you can drive for eight hours and still be in the same state, so I thought that was hilarious, and I love that that detail was included, that Penny just thought, oh, well, this will just be a quick trip, <laughs> and it was not. Also, I love the uh, quick shout out to the inclusion of the Lotus of Siam when they were in Vegas because Lotus of Siam is a delicious Thai food place here in Vegas and it's definitely worth going to if you have not been. I used to frequent it all the time when I went to school at UNLV because it was just down the way and I loved going there and buying food and having it as leftovers for the next day. <laughs> Overall, I was really happy with this entire trilogy. There were things that I didn't guess and things that I definitely saw coming. And then there were things that made me laugh, things that made me sad, things that made me angry. I had all of the emotions and it was just a really fun read. I liked all of these books. They f flew by really quickly when reading them or listening to them, I should say. And it was just so fun. It was a fun world. It was a fun uh, kind of spin on something that was magical and a fantasy world. And I really liked them. Critiques? Uh, well, it wouldn't be me if I didn't say that I did not really have anything to critique. And while I wouldn't say that this is a critique of the book, it's more just an observation of my preferences, I, you know, have this small minor thing that I'll mention. And again, very, very minor, more of a preference than a real critique, or even a negative thing about the book, but I will say that the third book did get a little spicier than I expected. Not enough to make me stop reading, of course, though it is very difficult for me to ever stop actually reading a book without finishing, because that is who I am and I have accepted my path in this world. But it was on the edge of uncomfortable. It wasn't a lot. But it was kind of out of the blue a bit, a <laughs> um, little pun or something with the term blue, since that's like raunchy for us Americans, and blue is like, you know, raunchy for the British people. Anyway, um, yeah, I was just was not expecting it, and it happened really suddenly, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> too far uh, for me. Not my thing. But again, still liked the books, still would recommend uh, and yeah, I don't really have anything else to say critique-wise, because I really liked these books. <laughs> they were fun, uh, and I enjoyed them. 
So yes, if you are looking for a pretty light fantasy book that is Harry Potter, but maybe a bit more grown up, then definitely check out these books. And like I just said, they do get a little bit spicy in that last book, but if you can watch Bridgerton, you can definitely read these books. And there you have it. Those are my thoughts on the Simon Snow trilogy by Rainbow Rowell. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Mixed Media Reviews Podcast. Please leave me a comment to let me know if you agreed or if you have any suggestions or if you disagreed with me. You can also find me anywhere you find your podcasts, probably. Please join me next week where I will be reviewing the TV show Never Have I Ever on Netflix. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Bye!